Actually, we'll be interviewing as a team. We're here to fuck shit up. When you bring me out, can you introduce me as Jake Stewart? And I'm Matt. And this is the Nuclear Fridge. <laughs> it's completely insane. You guys are idiots. Do you have nuclear weapons? In the fridge. Is that nuclear waste? This whole fridge is a joke. Honey, you are a regular nuclear meltdown. You and I are not so different. Stupid fridge guys. Well, do each his own. Go to school, boys. Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Nuclear Fridge. I am your host, Matt Padgett. And as always, I am joined by the two sweetest asses I've ever seen. The first is Jacob Decker. Well, I'll tell you what. This ass was forged by Takate. Hell Woo! yeah. This ass, my ass, was forged by 1516 Logger. Uh, we Today, are not sponsored by either. I'm Stuart, sponsored by Pacifico. Stuart's ass is sponsored by Spe- Pacifico. Specific Pacifico. Specifically Pacifico. <laughs> Man, it feels fucking weird. Uh, just kind of having an episode. Just the th- the two, three of us. There's three of us in this. I only see Jake, but there's three of us. There's three. It's also going to be a normal-ish episode, too, right? Because last week it was just the three of us, but we decided to instead have a train wreck episode instead of a regular yes. episode. People seem to like it a lot. Really? I was definitely like... I, I got a lot of messages of people being like pretty engaged with with our picks and, and actually making it the whole way through, which is crazy. I, I God saw bless someone... Ya was like some people were upset that that like Stuart and I weren't as big of a supporter as uh or of Kurosawa as Jake was and I saw a lot of people I I I mean we I don't I don't think I we I put down Kurosawa I I haven't seen a lot of his movies but I know his movies were shit and he's a piece of shit I I never said that you specifically said yeah okay uh oh yeah right here uh, I've got a transcript uh, Kurosawa, more like Purasawa, and it, and it says your name right here, Stuart. That sounds like something you'd say, Matt. Uh, uh no, it says your name right here, so oh, it yeah, has it to be it. you. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure. We didn't, hey, every director on that list is a great director. We'll just, oh, yeah, we kind of talked bad about, uh, uh, well, there must have been one we were kind of like, uh, yeah, we can cut him right away. Goodbye. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, I would agree with that. I'm trying to but think. There, there were a few. I feel like, though, even for those ones, there's at least some movie of theirs yeah. that we've enjoyed. Well, yeah, they, they were still on the list for a reason. Yeah. Like, I like I, I like M. Night Shyamalan. He's done very good movies, and at least all of his movies are fun. I've, enjoy, I've enjoyed even some of his bad ones, minus, like... Oh, yeah, man. I, I, I really want to see old... I didn't see it. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah, this episode—it's just the three of us, and uh, honestly, man, it, like not having a guest, it kind of feels like after you've you've said goodbye to your family who've come to visit, and then you're like, oh, thank God, it's just the three of us, so we can like <laughs> pull our dicks out and just podcast like normal folk. <laughs> I've been yeah, waiting. That's, I mean, I did that anyway, but right. <laughs> God. I, I got to tell you guys, I had th- w- one weird date last night. Uh, this is um, not going to not going to name names. I'm just going to give out their address. Uh, no, <laughs> we don't dox, man. Phone okay, I apologize. I apologize. Phone number, social security number, all the good stuff. We'll put a picture up for the episode. And then well, it actually led me to think like it wasn't even my weirdest date. I mean, they just left kind of abruptly in the middle of it uh i didn't do anything wrong before i get accusers on social media <laughs> i was it was very good conversation and then i said all right you want to get appies now and they were like actually i gotta go and i was like oh okay and then they left and i was like all right bye and then i walked home and ordered a shakaroni pizza which was fucking legit we're not sponsored by papa john's either but goddamn, that's a good fucking pizza racist pizza what what's wrong no shack it's shack stewart shack replaced papa john oh it, it did i yeah. did i don't think so it they did got, here 
And I'm just, I, I, I don't know, actually. I don't it, know enough it about did. it. I just it remember did. his little They replaced Papa John with Shaq as the spokesperson of Papa John's. Oh, so now, okay. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I thought you meant they changed the name. The name no. to, 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 to <laughs> that's, Pizza Shack. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, he's, it's uh, still that's Papa actually John's. a good fucking idea for him for a restaurant. Pizza Shack. I just spell it like his name. Yeah. Oh, that well, would actually be great. Do, uh, any, like, I don't know, Shake Shack steal that but spell it fuck yes like his name man he should he should hire us let's get him on the podcast oh dude Shaq, you have an open invite to the nuclear fridge jake sat on his lap i did did you really we already have yeah, an Shaq. so <laughs> at do you a guys, party what, what happened yeah it was at a party no do you remember Shaq fu the sequel that came out a couple years ago right so uh, I actually think the game was pretty decent. I, I don't think critically, I, th- I think people thought it was all right, but uh, they did like a press tour and they did one in San Francisco. So me, Nick Margarita and our coworker, Emily went to that. Uh, Nick was interviewing him because he was the only sports guy in the office, even though anyone probably could have interviewed Shaq because everyone knows who Shaq is. At least if you grew up in, Southern California, especially like Shaq was a household name for Oh, Sh- Shaq was a household name across everywhere, North yeah. America. Yeah, but anyway, man. we went and Nick had some serious questions, but he was like, I want to ask if I can sit in his lap because I'm I'm much shorter than he is. And we we're like, oh, yeah, that'd be so funny. So Nick does his interview and he's like, hey, do you mind if I can uh, get a picture with me sitting on your lap? And he looks at Nick and he's like, he's like no little man sorry and then he turns over to emily who's with us and he points at her he's like but she can sit on my lap and she was like me and and he like nodded and she was like okay and went over and sat on his lap and got a picture and then and then we were laughing and Shaq looked at nick and he's like all right little man come over here you can sit on my lap so nick gets a picture on his lap right after i actually don't think i sat on his lap for the picture i think i just sat next to him uh, because I remember, uh, both of us were like man spreading pretty far. I didn't even realize it, but I posted it and Mary Kish commented and she was like, is this like a man spreading competition? Cause you lost by a lot to Shaq. Cause he, his legs <laughs> yeah. were spread out way further. We'll, we'll use, maybe we'll use that photo for the, the episode. Oh, uh, that'd be great. Promo image or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, that was pretty cool. He, he was like, he was super chill. We, we had like a good time. It was I mean, he had no idea what was going on in his game. I don't know why he would. He's Shaq. They were just like, hey, can yeah. you do this? And he showed up and he's like, yeah, people can do some cool things with video games, huh? And we're like, so wh- what was the inspiration? He's like, I-, I used to play like Mortal Kombat and stuff. I kind of wanted it like that. We're like, okay. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. I fucking love Shaq and I love his Shaqaroni pizza. Good fucking pizza. Is that just a real like- thing? It's an extra large thin crust pizza with pepper with extra pepperoni and extra cheese and it's it's uh do, do you guys know Costco pizza? Yep. Yeah. It's kind of like Costco had, pizza. All right. That, I, I can, love Costco pizza. Didn't Aaron Carter beat Shaq at basketball? He did. Yep. Yeah. We we asked That's him about that. That's how he beat Shaq, right? We asked him about that when we were there. And he told the story, but I don't remember what it was. I should find that video on GameSpot. It's still there. He answered a lot of these <laughs> stupid questions we had. Wow, that's Did wild. you really let Aaron Carter beat you? He he had like a very classy story to tell. Like it wasn't like, it was like, no, I whooped his ass, but he paid me enough money for that song. It, it was like, he like bet him. He was like pretty young and he was like, all right, if you make this shot uh, for your song, you, it can be about how you beat me at basketball. And he made the shot. Jack was like, all right. I guess that's what we're doing. Let's and, go. And he appeared in the song too, right? Right. I think in the music, or in the video, music yeah. video. Yeah. Shaq has the best rap album of any basketball player, so he could have ripped some fucking bars in that I'm song. I'm sure he could have. He's a good fucking dude. So, so you would say that was your best date, right, ja- yeah, uh, Jake? Probably. Mean Shaq, yeah. Shaq sitting on his lap. Actually, that was my second best date with a celebrity. But I can tell that Who's one. Wait a second. <laughs> uh, I, okay. What? So I went to a, I went to a premiere for a friend. Uh, she it was in San Francisco. And do you know who Chris Pang is? If you Google Stuart? him, you'll, you'll recognize him. Um, okay, he's been, he's done like side roles in a bunch of things, but he's also he's a pretty good actor. 
Uh, but he was there and I didn't know who he was, but I was like, oh, I'm going to get some Japanese whiskey because that's what I do. And we didn't have to pay for anything because we paid for the entrance to get in. So I was like, all right, I can, it's open bar. So I got Japanese whiskey and he noticed and was like, wait a second, did you just, did you just get Hibiki? And I was like, I did. And he's like, all right, give me another one. And I like talked to him for a little bit. I had no idea who he was until way after the fact. And I was like, oh shit. That oh, guy's that's fucking an actor. Legit. I, I don't think I've ever had a good celebrity encounter. Well, you do live. You do, I mean, it helps living in California. I'll tell you that. That much. is true. Right. That is very, very true. I mean, Stuart saw John Bernthal at a pizza place. I did. It was. Yeah, I think was, we talked about that. Yeah. The and then I saw Ron Perlman once when I was younger. Jeez. And he's a cool. He's, he seems like a very cool guy. Who the fuck? Trying to think of the most famous person I've you ever seen. You interviewed Ronda Rousey, Matt. Oh fuck! Yeah, that is your celebrity date. <laughs> that was that you was asked pretty her wild. Your favorite Pokemon was or some shit. Yeah, that was wild, man. That was such a weird thing. Like I watched her do like mocap for a bit. Uh, I still have those videos on my phone, I think. And then I also I I talked to her about uh, WoW because she was a big World of Warcraft fan. So I was just like, hey, uh, I'm going to ask her what she, she thinks about being in a UFC game. And then the rest of the interview is going to be dedicated to me, like pinpointing the things she said she loves just so I can get a good interview. And she was like super fucking game. And she was like really excited. Uh, <laughs> and then I asked her what, what character she'd want to play in a movie. Uh, and she said Samus. And I wrote this like, Ronda Rousey wants to be Samus in a Metroid movie. And then like every website on planet earth picked it up and it was just like, I was still in university. So it was like this dope win at my journalism program where I was like, Oh yeah. What have you guys been doing? Doing your fun little university TV show. I just interviewed Ronda Rousey. And now <laughs> and all every of them gaming have... <laughs> site has the same headline. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. And that all all of all of my classmates have shot right fucking past me but but it was fun to be on top for a while there uh and they're all off doing like amazing shit in the news and documentary production oh and, yeah well how many of them yeah. got to interview ronda rousey though yeah, that's true how many of them have top. a podcast it's just yeah. a matter of time probably all of them because anyone can do this but yeah <laughs> matter of time you'll be back on top matt i can feel it absolutely yeah. i feel it in my we'll, loins we'll all be We'll all be back on top, bearing it all in front of the world. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I, I guess Ronda Rousey, man. I can't think of anyone else that I've... Uh, man, I feel like I must have interviewed someone else for GameSpot. Uh, you pass by some weird celebrities in the video game industry every now and then. But I can't fucking think of anyone. Ah, oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. I, I didn't meet Michael Keaton. Uh, oh yeah, that's a great story. I met Jennifer Aniston. I met uh, Richard Linklater, and I met Kansas. The band. The band. Oh, let's uh, go, all, Jake. Because when I was at film school, I went to film. I went to community college in Santa Barbara, and they have a big film festival there. Uh, so a bunch of a bunch of people would come. Like I don't know. I think it was like december ish early december so a bunch of celebrities would come by in one year i was able to basically interview people on the red well actually i was supposed to film interviews on the red carpet but the girl who was supposed to interview people just didn't show up she was like too hungover and didn't show up and i was like wow you just Jesus. missed an opportunity to meet jennifer aniston and kansas and i think it was richard Linklater. all three that night the, the biggest Fuck, night of all dude and she missed it. So I was not prepared at all. And I had, I, it was stupid. I was like in college. So I was asking like stupid questions. And I only had one question cause it was a red carpet. So it was like, Jennifer Aniston, what's your favorite thing to do when you're in Santa Barbara? And she's like, I like to hike. And I was like, cool. And then the, her press person would be like, be like, go, 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 go get her through here. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if, uh, I guess they can't like make fun of journalists for asking weird questions, but uh, I've 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 definitely had like game developers kind of chide me for like just not being prepared. Where like 
I'd go and I was just capturing footage and then someone would be like, hey, mate, do you want to ask some questions? And I'd be like, oh, God, uh, this guy, I've played your games since I was a kid. That's uh, terrifying. And I just fucking sweating balls. And I was just like, so, uh, so, so this game seems really... Like, oh man, you guys seem to be really going for the stealth route, like back back in the day with Thief. And they're like, oh no, you can approach it com- with combat. And I was just like, oh fuck, the combat cool. was fucking terrible. I thought this whole thing, like, <laughs> I was just, I was like two seconds away from saying combat is not a viable option. <laughs> and they were like, no, you can do it any way you want. I'm like, you don't want to do it. <laughs> it fucking sucks, dude. <laughs> I when when I was at E3 one year, uh, who did who, who's the developer behind like Bloodstained Castlevania? What's his name? Oh, uh, Koji Igarashi. Igarashi, yeah, he was there, and I, I wasn't supposed to interview him. I was just there capturing his game, and I was having a bunch of trouble setting up a capture kit because they wanted people to capture off PC, and it was too inside baseball, but basically whenever you have to capture a pc game if they don't have shadow play set up it's usually a pain in the butt because you have to figure out on the fly like a way the best way to capture it and because it's a pc 90 percent of the things you try don't work so you just keep troubleshooting so i spent i had like a 30 minute segment and i spent like 20 minutes of it just trying to get set up to capture and i finally got it and i stood up and tripped over a wire, knocked over the PC, oh, shut it off right next to, uh, it was it Igarashi? <clears throat> right yep. next to him, and he just looked over at me. And, you know, he always wears, like, his cowboy hat, and he's got his whip, too, or whatever yep. the hell he does. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, my God. I can't believe I just did that. And, and like, of course, it's, like, Japanese developers, too, so I was, like, even more do yeah you can, you can say it. i'm sorry but it just you don't yeah. know if it gets through yeah. and then the following year i also went to a bloodstained preview he wasn't there thankfully but i was doing the same thing i was trying to set up capture and i i plugged in the, the capture device i need to plug it in so i plugged it into a power strip and i accidentally hit the the switch and it shut off every single pc in the row i was on Fuck. so everyone had to start over i was so embarrassed i was just like i was like i don't care we're not getting footage of this and i just like got my stuff i think i just like had pr send me like their canned stuff and went back and i was like here you go justin here's footage of it i'm not uh, that's it i'm never seeing that game again don't care (laughs) (laughs) i i ran up to igarashi and uh i was like dude i i'm such a huge castlevania fan you you've created some of my favorite games of all time uh and he was just like okay like <laughs> i couldn't tell if if he understood what i was saying or or how good his english is but it was definitely like okay this is the worst experience of my life i'm gonna walk back to the to the fucking war room now yeah he is uh he's such a weird looking dude i mean specifically because of the cowboy hat and the yeah. whip that's hanging on his hip but uh god what a, what a man yeah definitely lots of weird run-ins at e3 i uh there was one year there was like a bunch of witcher cosplayers that came to the GameSpot war room to like take pictures with people and stuff and i wasn't there i was out on an appointment so i was like oh shit i'm gonna miss this uh and then i found out that the cd project red booth was like right next to ours so i was like oh i'll just go over there so i walked over there and i saw a bunch of the cosplayers and i was like hey i work for GameSpot. i missed the thing do you mind if we take pictures and the 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 one of the cosplayers was like eating and he looked at me and he was like i we're on our lunch break and i was like okay i'm sorry i asked (laughs) and the person who was playing one of the characters felt bad and was like i'll take a picture with you and i'm like no it's fine i i shouldn't have asked in the first place like that was not professional at all but i was just like excited it was like my first e3 and i loved the witcher and i was like oh man i missed it and then i go there and they're like no i'm like yeah all right fine sorry i asked the uh what what was it the when we we were hosting uh an indie thing and uh we like we had to get everyone into the convention center which was this huge pain last minute but the person who showed up for ridiculous golf i think it was you were on stage demoing it with him and wh- oh, why don't you tell golf? him Is everyone's it, golf it's that one well, where it, no no what, what's it it called? was the ridiculous golfing it's right not called it was ridiculous the one golf though what is it called? I think it's 
It's not everyone's golf either. I know you're talking about though. It's the one where you didn't hit balls. You hit other things into the. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna look up ridiculous. Oh, what the golf? What the golf? Yeah, that's what it was. Right, right. It was a good game. I really like that. That was game. a good game. Uh, so basically, to preface this before Jake tells you what this guy told him, uh, we were inviting the indie devs onto the show to showcase their game. The people who are making these games. And this particular guy, uh, <laughs> he was demoing the game for Jake on stage at in the GameSpot War Room. And then Jake's like, all right, so so what did you do on the game? <laughs> what did he say, Jake? I don't remember. <laughs> he, he said, he was like, oh, I didn't do anything on the game. The de- the dev just like oh yeah it was asked like the random people on Twitter or something <laughs> no it was the dev's friend it wasn't that bad oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah it was I, like I, the dev's friend because he couldn't make it and I was like oh I wish I had known that before yeah I th- I think there's a cut in the video that takes that out Pro- I ho- I hope so Maybe yeah not. I think there's I, a I cut that takes point. that out <laughs> that was uh. That was a fun experience. That was I, I one was, of the most stressful days of my life. It because, was it was uh, so fucked up. They revoked a lot of. Uh, they were having issues with people like handing off their passes to other people. So like Gamespot had a lot of like I don't even know if I can say this. Eh. they had like a lot of like generic passes where you'd like write in people's names uh, because a lot of times for that booth. For that indie booth, a lot of those developers wouldn't get uh, passes into E3. So we'd have these generic ones that we'd fill out with their name and give to them. Basically, they, they were just like blank passes that that you, you that we got somehow and you're able to write their name in. Uh, but because there was so much of like people passing around their name tag, they stopped doing that. They wouldn't let people do that. So we were like scrambling trying to get people in. And I think one of our like one of our behind the scenes uh, uh, product people or something managed to get in touch with the E3 showrunners and print up a bunch of last minute badges. But I was I almost canceled the whole thing. And that's yeah. when you stepped up, Matt, and did a bunch of uh, interviews for me, which was super helpful. Yeah, yeah. I, I missed the, the cyberpunk demo I was invited to. And honestly, probably for the best, because if I if I had seen that demo before playing the game, I probably would have understand <laughs> understood people's problems with Cyberpunk at launch because I went back and watched that demo that they released after the fact and I'm like, "Oh yeah, the <laughs> the release game is nothing like this at all." <laughs> uh so probably for the best, but I remember like interviewing the NeoCab people. Oh yeah. And Stuart will fucking love this. Like the there was this this it's basically like you are a uh, cab driver and you're doing dialogue trees to like talk to your uber drivers try to get a good rating mm-hmm. and maybe help them okay it's a feelings game like you're supposed to get an emotional response from it and the game was uh, there's good this too i think oh yeah I, I i thought it was awesome yeah i i played i don't think i finished it but i played a good amount and really enjoyed it yeah i i thought it was really good uh like you would deal with like shitty Uber passengers and they would, they would like blame their puke on you. Like it was already here and you would have to like navigate that. Cause you don't want to lose your job if you get a low rating. But, uh, there was this one girl who, who gets in your car and she's all make makeup up, just makeup all over her face. Like a, like a goddamn clown. And, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and and you talk to her and she's like oh i'm going on a i'm going on a tinder date and, and you're like oh that's great and then she you, the basically the conversation comes down to uh tell her to keep the makeup on or tell her to be her true self and just let <laughs> that live and i said i'm like oh yeah you, you want to keep the makeup on because that's how you look in your your dating profile I'm like that makes sense and then the dev chose the show your true self and it was and then that was obviously the right answer and i was like oh i just sounded like a fucking ass because <laughs> i'm like yeah she should keep the makeup you want to be on. accurate right <laughs> yeah god that, that was embarrassing that's funny <laughs> It was fun stuff, man. I I always loved E3, uh, even even if I wasn't always the most busy. But uh, 
it, it, it was always a fun time, even seeing you dudes and all that, and uh, and drinking at that Irish pub. That was always fun. <laughs> yeah, I think that Irish pub closed because of COVID. Yeah, I, I feel like that. someone took photos there, and it was no longer there, which is a bummer. That's a but bummer, Hopefully, man. E3 will be in person next year, and uh, hopefully, Matt, you'll have a reason to come. Stuart, not that far away. Hell you yeah. Can at least join for the 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 after parties and i can i can sit outside and just stare at you through the windows until you're released until closing time i don't care yeah (laughs) i'll just stare at whoever's walking by god that that would be fun man i i miss all this stuff and uh man i thought we were almost out of it and now now it looks like uh spring 2022 at the earliest is when things like that will actually happen yeah i i mean Stuart can attest in Ohio, like as of the last couple of days, I feel like there's been a lot of more mask mandates and stuff yep. for shops. Um, like most places now you have to have a mask again, even if you're vaccinated. And I was like, well, geez, we're back here again. Yeah. Mandatory masks uh, indoors now here too. And uh, they, they just announced that they're bringing like vaccine passports. So if you want to go to like a Canucks game or go to a concert, you have to, get a vaccine passport you have to be vaccinated Mm -hmm. and like i don't go on facebook often just when i get a message or a notification and when i last night i went on facebook because someone messaged me and all i saw were like a bunch of people from high school just like uh oh quarantine is when you restrict the movement of the sick tyranny is when you restrict the movement of the healthy (laughs) you goddamn fucking idiots like and of course these are the people who are not who were not particularly great students i mean i wasn't a great student but the like it doesn't surprise me that these are the people who are like i'm not gonna listen to to reason and common sense so it's fucking so stupid god fuck this it's bullshit but you know what's not bullshit? <laughs> what is that, man? You guys, man. I'm happy to be doing with this. Or <laughs> You guys, I'm happy to be doing this with you. <laughs> same. Same, man. Uh, it's, it's been wild, man. I've, I've been pretty happy with, with the response so far. Um, we're we're, we're, we're going to start doing like... Uh, we're going we're gonna to try videos soon. We're going to try some video, maybe maybe some small videos. You'll start seeing our faces. we got some fun plans. Jake and I have well, not been Stuart's talking. Face. Not Stuart's face. I, mean, we got, I, can, uh, I, can, I can flash least. it. Don't flash us. Don't you dare Before flash us. Are you kidding me? It's disgusting. <laughs> well, I mean, you know. We'll take a nice picture, like like a, a grandmother's birthday picture of, of Stuart in a nice suit. And then we'll put it up for that in the video. I'll just look like a, I'll just take a corpse photo. A corpse photo, As if I'm like dead in a, like a coffin. coffin? Like in a, yeah. yeah. Oh right. god, that would be terrifying. I mean, if you do die one day, we can use that in the video. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you play this clip. Oh, I already. We'll be like, oh, this is this is him at the funeral. Me and Jake are like peace signing, smiling. He would want um, this. <laughs> That's so dirk. <laughs> Furman doesn't know Stuart had a curse placed on him oh, where what? some lady said he was going to die by his like 28th birthday. <laughs> and it didn't happen. I, d- I knew. I, all- I know. I know. It's just with such a specific number that occasionally you start thinking, why did they say 28? Yeah. Wh- you, what did you, you do to them again? Hmm? Why did you get cursed? I didn't get cursed. I. It wasn't a curse. So the story is... I was at like a get together and there was a there was a, a, a lady there that well, I mean she was probably a little bit older than me, but she had uh she said that she was like a palm reader and uh I just thought that it was really interesting and I was like, Oh, okay. And she was like, I could do a reading for you if you want, just to kind of see what it's like and I was like, I mean, sure. You know, thinking it was just gonna be like, Oh, you know, you Did you pay her? No. She said she would just. Oh, then that's why she said you're gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> no, she offered it, but then I was like sitting there thinking it was just gonna be kind of, you know, just 
non-important details like oh you know your oh your life is gonna go and it's like swaying like a river and you're gonna be just going going places and just really you know like when you watch those psychic shows too you see they give like these really vague explanations and she's then she's like oh well i could tell you from your lifeline that it ends at 28 and i was like jesus that's pretty specific (laughs) (laughs) that's a really specific number um which is that about 28 though right because you are 28 i'm 28 now now. so technically i mean i guess well it could still happen i guess it could happen well, if it happens, we got to make sure to get a photo of Stuart in a coffin to yeah, use for these. Yeah. No, but anyway, no, I'm I'm fine. I made it. I'm alive. Every so well, often, actually, I, every so often though, you do think in the back of your head, like, but why 28? That's so specific. And like I said, I was expecting just like, is that like a thing? Palm, do palm readers just predict death? Is that a normal thing? They might. They might. My mom, my mom did a palm reading uh, or a numerology me- reading, and she was like, "Yeah." And then I gave them your numbers, and then they described you to a T. And I'm like, "Oh, interesting." And they were like, "Yeah." And you're gonna, they they said that you're gonna think you're dying your entire life, but you're gonna live a long, healthy life. <laughs> do you think and I'm you're like, dying? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> like I right mean, now, do you think you're dying? I I, I had a very anxious like period and i'm sure that might come back at some point but i don't think i'm gonna die or, or i am dying you know hypochondriac shit but you were gonna say something jake before we got into this uh into stewart you brought it up <laughs> well yeah i brought it up i if i was i don't remember what it was ah, whatever it, all right man I mean, I feel like we haven't talked about how Donda's not out yet in a long time. Yeah, dude, what the fuck? Donda is stock, Kanye. But guess what? I don't care anymore. You want to know why? Kendrick, baby. Yeah. Kendrick's back. Well, he will be soon. Hopefully. His last album with Top Dog Entertainment. Yeah, TDE. I, I, I don't think it'll be his last album. I think he'll... Well, actually, I don't know. I could see him just moving on to something completely different but i could also see him just starting his own label and putting out his own stuff like i if anyone can do it he could certainly do it but i could also see him just being like that's it i'm done and on top yeah yeah, yeah. i mean it'd be a hell of a run if he did right no absolutely no he's yeah seriously i i i wonder why he's he's ending with top dog entertainment do you, do you know anything about that no, I don't know. I know it's like it seems pretty friendly based on the press release that Top Dog Entertainment put out. They're like, yeah, we're all we'll always be fans of him and we'll support him. Uh, he is just ready to move on to something else. I was like, all right. Uh, so I don't know. Um, right. I imagine things are probably good, but it also has to kind of hurt because he is their biggest uh, rapper that they've got, I think. Who else is on that label? I'll t- I'll take a look. While we're on, the t- I, I can't Im- I can't imagine anyone would be bigger than Kendrick though on that label. That would be difficult to beat. No, yeah, like it would ha- it would have to be like there's only like three people it could be, and they are definitely not on that label. No, I mean I mean all all of the the people who are on the label are, are you know frequent collaborators like SZA and J-Rock and mm-hmm. Schoolboy Q uh school Schoolboy Q would probably be the closest Absol yeah, Absol too I feel like there was a period where Absol was pretty big but not so much yeah anymore I could be uh, wrong, Isaiah though. Rashad Lance Isaiah Skywalker. Rashad came out with a new album recently I didn't like it but people really liked it so. I've listened to it uh but Reason and uh uh what's his name um ray vaughn he's a new artist but yeah yeah it's uh it's a big loss for them man and and it feels it feels weird because it just i mean he he collaborates with so many tde people that it's like oh man like do i want what i i almost think is is he just not going to do rap anymore do you think he's going to do something he's going to do like a childish gambino where he's more soul and well, that's kind of what I was thinking, maybe. Or I, I could even see him branching out further than music, though. Like, like he's acted before in, like, small roles. I, I can't see him acting, but maybe, like, directing or 
writing I, I don't know i don't know i hope he makes more music but i wouldn't be surprised if he's done with that but yeah i imagine it'll be something similar to childish gambino uh right so has the reception to donda so far been positive like at all these things uh, he's done d- depends who you ask like yeah. kanye diehards love it and they're fine with it being this weird listening party thing but obviously well, people like jake and i don't really care like, i haven't listened of... to any of it because i won't i i want to listen to the album and i heard the second show was much better than the first from um, what i heard 100 percent. yeah so i mean i don't know if he's just like i can wait i mean I, i'm i'm not up at night thinking about kanye west next album i is well, this is what always happens you know he announces a date doesn't happen yeah so True, true. It is what it is. I, I think, you know, based on the kind of mixed reaction of that first showing, I'm glad he's spending more time on it, I guess. But I don't know. When's anything done, you know? Like, true. in theory, he could work on that forever. That is true. Well, apparently, uh, I mean, for, th- this just makes sense to me. Like, this next listening party is going to take place in Chicago. So a lot of people are thinking, oh, this is when it's going to release because it's Chicago. But also, I ain't fucking buying it until it's fucking out. Don't hold yep. your breath. So, God, yeah, I, I, it's so stupid. But but speaking of Childish Gambino, wasn't he supposed to be done, Childish Gambino? Like, uh, he, he said he he was no longer, he was going to retire the Childish Gambino name. He did. Uh, and I think he still is, isn't he? Isn't he? Because he came out with the last Childish Gambino album two years ago, I think. I think he said that would be last it. year. Was it last year? Oh yeah, it was yeah, the beginning of 3, last 15, year. Three fifteen twenty. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that it has it has algorithm, which was the unreleased song that he performed at the concert I went to, his last tour. But then he released an, a cover this year. Oh really? Under Childish Gambino, which is weird. Hmm. So I wonder what he's up to, man. I know he's doing like Atlanta and stuff. Yeah, he's super talented. Dude, he's he unreal. See, seeing him live was like the craziest thing I, I've ever seen. Like the dude was performing music and then a video camera followed him through the entire arena. Like he literally walked from the stage level up towards like <clears throat> concession and then came out and then sang down the stairs it was fucking unreal like it, it was what what a goddamn showman like it's fucking unfair to be that talented <laughs> right but god it's it's wild it's fucking wild and and i'm really excited to see what kendrick does because he ah oh man it'll be interesting it'll be interesting but uh i mean who's excited for the drake album like that's the really the the I saw album people to get. tweeting like the Holy Trinity <laughs> is coming soon. Drake album, uh, Kanye album, Kendrick album, and I was like, ah, one of those I really care about. One I'm super curious about, and one don't give a shit about. Fuck that, dude. Uh, but you know, people love him. I, I don't get it, but people love him. Well, yeah. yeah, Kendrick's amazing. No, I'm talking about Drake. No, you're not. He was. No. Yeah, I was. I stand by what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I, I lo- you know what? I loved old Drake. Like, I loved, like, er- like 2013 and prior. I thought he was pretty cool. Like, I think Nothing Was the Same was, like, a really good album. Uh, it has, like, my favorite fucking line in a... Well, okay. <laughs> we were just talking about Kanye. I can't literally say it has my favorite line in a rap song when we were literally just talking about Kanye and literally top 10 lines in hip hop are all Kanye. But I just love the uh the I got everything. I got everything. I cannot complain. I cannot I don't even know how much I really made. I forgot it's a lot. Bitch, shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking awesome. I I I haven't listened to a lot of Drake. I've heard some songs of his that I've I've thought were 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 pretty good, but I don't like know his library extensively. Uh, I I thought he was I thought he was really cool. Like, man, I remember that Forever song that came out where it was Eminem. It was like Eminem coming back from retirement. Um, after his big drug stuff, uh, it was like Eminem 
Lil Wayne, Kanye West, and then Drake. And Drake was like brand new. I think this was like 2007. And everyone was like, oh shit, Drake is like incredible. Like he's probably the best verse on the song. And I don't agree with that. Like, I, I think he's great on the song, but like, I think Kanye and Eminem are just like on another level. Uh, and now I can't really listen to Eminem because it just like, he sounds like an old man still trying to be hip. And I mean, I think he's... like even Dr. Dre doesn't sound like that. You know what I mean? Like Eminem just sounds so out of place. He, he sounds so early 2000s uh, and I love him. But it's hard to listen to his new music. Most of his new music, that is. Yeah, I like. Godzilla I know I'm killing off his new album. Yes, Godzilla that is a good really song. Good. Uh, but yeah, I didn't care much for that album. Ever since he 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 let his hair go brown and now he's a beard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I've never cared a whole lot for Eminem. I definitely like some of his older stuff just because. Like, I don't know, the, the time was right and it was really good. But, like, I can't imagine myself listening to that stuff today. It's hard, man. It just reminds me of my, like, early teens and being very angsty and being like, yeah, I'm just like Eminem. I mean, I, We're both angry. I don't think I've ever listened to him. I mean, I, I, like, see that, like, take. But I don't know. I still like listening to Eminem. I, I think he's still really talented and his yeah his new stuff's not necessarily as good as his old stuff but compared to a lot of rappers he still puts out some solid shit sure sure i mean i, I don't mean to hurt your feelings i know how you no, feel you're not about hurting my feelings I, i'm just saying i think he's i i still think the talent is 100 percent there and I, I for music to be murdered by i i think it's overall pretty good i uh i love recovery like that that was like recovery's great that was an, oh, yeah, I like that album. That was an awesome album because, like, I feel like if you look at Eminem's, like, first four albums, they're the exact same album. There is, like, this is the song where I talk about being back, and this is the song where I'm goofy, and this is the song about my mom, and this is the song about my ex-wife, and this is the song about my daughter. This is the song about america and this is a song and it's like oh man like it, it just got so formulaic and recovery just was such a breath of fucking fresh air i i loved it i'm not afraid to take a stand everybody yeah man take my hand great fucking song great fucking song you know what i would love uh <laughs> our friend vinyl junkies to listen to eminem's records all of them oh I'm, I'm, yeah i'm sure he has maybe I okay. We we should probably explain who Vinyl Junkies is to Stuart and the audience. <laughs> to Stuart, yeah, I'm like so, I, I don't, yeah, I don't know what's happening. At the beginning of quarantine, uh, I, as people know, well, actually, I don't know if people know. I don't know if I talked about it, but I love Radiohead. Radiohead's my all time favorite. And I was going through YouTube, and in my recommended, there was old band listens to uh, uh, OK Computer for the first time, and I was like. Oh, that's interesting. I'll, I'll take a look at it. And it was by a creator called Vinyl Junkies. And it's this guy who lives in Canada, right? Montreal, yeah. Montreal is this short, bald guy. He looks like a dwarf. Like not like a not like a like a dwarf from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that's what he looks like. Jeez. And he sits at this table with a bunch of vinyl behind him. And he sits there listening to the music and just kind of like bangs his head. And he's like, mm hmm, mm hmm, stops the song and then just rants for like 10 minutes. Occasionally it's about the song, but most of the time he's just yelling at his audience about everything. It is absolutely hilarious. He's like, he's like, <laughs> you, you, you come to my stream, you come to my stream and you tell me what to listen to. You tell me what to listen to. I'm going to listen to whatever I want because the only thing matters is what I think because this is my show. This is my show. If you don't like it, you can get out of here and take a piss. You can take a big piss. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. What, what, like he's got these weird. He's something else. I highly recommend looking up Vinyl Junkies, and just kind of like, just click in, find an album he's covered that you like, and it is something. He's been going through Kanye stuff, and recently Matt showed it to me. But he was saying how uh, Jesus is King is his favorite, and the chat was giving yeah. him shit, and he just went off. Yeah, that was really interesting uh, to hear from him. That, that's a really interesting video. 
the uh also the fact that he's like now he has a patreon and he's like bitch you do not get to recommend music in my chat unless you're a patreon bitch pay me my money pay me <laughs> it's like he just insults people into paying him money and i'm like that's that's the that's the platform we need to get into is just insulting people until they pay us yeah i think that's <laughs> that'll be the key if we ever do anything like that we'll just anyone who shows any interest will just insult the hell out of them send us pictures and we'll roast you <laughs> yeah uh but i i love him i i i think my favorite moment was uh he hated Radiohead. He hated Radiohead. And then uh, what song? Like It was like the th- second or third song into OK Computer that yeah, he started crying. Paranoid Android. Uh, I, think yeah, it was, it was I think it was right before or maybe right. At, I think Paranoid Android he hated until um, who was the guitarist in Radiohead, Jake? Oh, uh, God. Uh, Johnny, Johnny Greenwood. Right. So he, as soon as the breakdown comes and the distorted guitars build up, uh, he was smoking weed and like bouncing his head. And he's like, yeah, fuck yeah, this is awesome. And he's like, that's fucking music. That's fucking music. I love it when Johnny Greenwood gets to fucking just rock out. And then the very next song, I, I can't remember what it was. He, he It makes him cry. <laughs> yeah, well, it was, I think the next song after that is Exit Film for a Music, or no, it's Subterranean Homesick Gaming, but he probably cried at Exit Music for a film. Uh, but <laughs> even better was as he was going through it, he kept calling because he he said he didn't like older Radiohead because it sounded like U2. Yes. So so he, whenever he'd refer to U2, he'd say, I hate this shit. It just sounds like Bongo, Bongo, Bongo. And I was trying to figure out what he was talking about for the longest time. He's like, he's like, I hate Bongo. Bongo's the worst. I don't want. And I was like, who the fuck is Bongo? And eventually he's like, U2. And I was like, oh, he means Bono, not Bongo. <laughs> Stuart, you would get a kick out of him. I'll, and I'll, Zach would I'll too. Have to I'm sure. It down. Yeah, I, I I never watched any of his Taylor Swift stuff, but I remember that being a big thing where he went through her entire discography. He's live right fucking now, by the way. <laughs> really? He is fucking live right fucking now. Of course now. he is. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna I, I marked him down for YouTube. <laughs> Jake, your description of how he looks is pretty spot on. Yeah, I'd say so. I'm pretty proud of that. <laughs> That's pretty funny. You can also buy records from him. I think he has his own online shop that uh, I guess if you're in Montreal, you can visit. But if you just want to buy that shit, go ahead and buy that shit online. I feel like that shop went under and now his job is just uh, oh. <laughs> is just streaming and Patreon. Man. He does that all the time. Like he does that every single day. And he's he's got kids too, and occasionally he just freaking yells at them. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, oh man, here he's got old man listens to the Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time soundtrack. Old man listens to Mick Gordon Doom. Uh, he he's got a bunch of stuff. I I highly recommend checking out Vinyl Junkies. I think he, uh, I think he's like one the, of the more interesting YouTubers these days the one weird thing with him though is that if you don't catch it live if you catch the vod i think he cuts out his like live reaction to all the songs yes yeah i I actually maybe maybe you can still see his reaction but i think you have to like play that song at the same time he plays it because obviously youtube would uh take it down if you heard that but i think live he can get away with it yeah he had a he had a hard time because he was uh i remember i followed him on twitter and he was listening to all the Radiohead albums and all of them got taken down and he was tweeting at uh, Tom York and Radiohead to like, Hey, uh, do you think that, don't you think this is fucked up? And I'm like, Oh man, they can't do anything like man. What a, what a bummer. But I actually don't think the Radiohead stuff is up anymore because of that. Really? But it's like old man, uh, reads Cardi B WAP. It's like, oh, here it is. <laughs> Old man listens to Radiohead, a moon-shaped yeah, pool. Yeah, I think they just cut out cut out the the song parts. Old man listens to Radiohead, King of Limbs, Taylor Swift. Yeah, yeah, okay. A lot of it is still here, at least. But uh, you have to do some digging because he he has a lot of streams. And, I will uh, dig. It's good stuff. It it like Jake introduced me to him, and we just fucking laugh our asses off. We like send messages to each other as he's live. 
Yeah. Oh, he uh, he did a listen of uh, RTJ4, and LP was in the chat. Yeah, that That's was cool. amazing. Yeah, LP was in it, which was crazy because <laughs> this was back when shit. like he had like barely ten thousand subs, and like I think he went live with like a couple, not even a couple hundred people, probably like hundred and fifty people. But LP was in there, like, and LP was like, "Dude, stop talking and play this song." Yeah, God. <laughs> What a guy. He, he He's my fucking favorite guy on the internet. Actually, God, it, it's a pretty tight race between him and Super Hummin. Oh, uh, I yeah. love it. Love it. The, that man sacrifices his body for your entertainment. Yeah, he does. I, I worry all the time when it takes a couple weeks for a video to come out. Did he, finally, like, did he did finally he, finish it? <laughs> <laughs> did he do his last thing? Yeah, and we just don't get to see it. Did he take his last fall? God, two two people I would love to have on the podcast. I bet both of them would be like ten minute segments, but it would be awesome to have them both on the podcast. I don't know. We could probably set up uh, vinyl junkies, and he just talk for an hour, and then that would be the episode. I would be so down for that. Everyone could hear a nice, strong Montreal accent. Yeah. God, that'd be great. God, definitely check out Super Hummin. And Super Hummin is is human with two Does M's. Does he say Hummin or human? Uh, okay, I feel like we should give a disclaimer for Super, okay. <laughs> super Hummin though, because it can be tough yes. to watch. Oh, basically, it's this kid who or kid. I don't know how old uh, how old he is. I'd say early twenties by now. Yeah, early twenties probably. But he just puts his body through the ringer, like front flip onto broken glass. Uh, butt buster on uh gusset plates cheese graters i mean the thing with him which i i, I is something where it's it's it was quite the evolution is so originally when he started most of what he did was him just jumping from heights onto like mattresses and soft objects and he actually ended up on tosh point oh and it was during that period where he wasn't doing the more extreme stuff he's doing now so, because I remember the first video I saw was him, like, jumping onto a thing of tacks and, like, a mini fridge or something like that. And I was just like, holy shit. <laughs> but, his, uh, but yeah, his early stuff, you're like, you look at that, it, like, there's, like, a point where it just evolved into him just being, like, he. I, I wonder if it was maybe even Tosh.0 that turned him to being, like, I got to go more extreme. Uh, I don't know, but he he went from like mattresses to b b jumping onto <laughs> yeah, like cheese graters, mini fridges, tacks. Like it's he's it's brutal, and some of the videos you he like gets up and he's got just a bunch of shit in his back. <laughs> like it's not yeah. like one day that back's gonna be pure leather. Yeah, I I often forget that the things I watch are are fucked up for some people. Um, <laughs> Uh, but he he, uh, he he's a juggalo for starters. Uh, he doesn't wear face paint in his videos, but he always salutes his juggalos and juggalettes. <laughs> and he's a big wrestling fan. You can definitely tell because a lot of his videos are like oh, yeah, him reviewing wrestling action figures. It's like him yeah. injuring himself or him just like reviewing wrestling action figures. Or he'll do like a move based on some wrestler's move onto these things. It'll be like flying elbow drop onto microwave and it's WWE CM Punk style. Uh, and it, it's, it's very like, it's extreme. Like it, it, it definitely reeks of like Mick Foley attitude era or like ECW where it's like, I'm going to jump on to barbed wire. I'm going to do a butt buster on barbed wire <laughs> barbecue. And it's like, <laughs> and he does a butt buster onto a barbecue wrapped in barbed wire like it's it's fucked up but if you like seeing yes. people hurt themselves if you like jackass you'd probably like this guy he uh he says whoop whoop and then he says fuck this shit and then he jumps and then he goes bah! and he does it every time <laughs> there's zero trickery when he tells you he's gonna do something that's exactly what you're about to see each video is about 30 seconds like He's a yeah, legend. It's a, it's a quick channel to find out if you enjoy it or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Within a couple of videos, you'll know. Yeah. I, I'm going to say exactly one video will tell you if you know, <laughs> if you'll like it or not. Right. Well, yeah. If you, if you go straight to just one of him jumping on something, absolutely. 
for sure for sure uh but you'll definitely like vinyl junkies he's a fun guy just to listen to uh talk about music and and be an angry french canadian which is my favorite part about him yeah but genuine you know yeah he like he's not playing it up like he he yeah he's he's fucking real uh and guess what we're fucking real too we're the realest motherfuckers on the internet i can't see Stuart, so i don't know about that that's true uh well you know maybe one of these days Stuart will get a gaming pc and be as real as real as us until then i can just be a a figment of your imagination willem dafoe (laughs) yeah the best character Uh, in uh 12 minutes yeah yeah so i wanted to shout out a couple people uh or or not really shout out anyone but i just want to shout out to to the emails there's some emails we're we're not gonna address but we like the feedback we like the 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 nice things you've been saying uh we there are a couple questions um that we've been asked that they (laughs) have been prefaced with i didn't realize you'd answer anything we won't answer anything but i promise you we answered it among ourselves uh if you want to send us an email it's the nuclear fridge at gmail.com that's the nuclear fridge at gmail.com boys do you have anything else you want to talk about before we head out of this uh uh, I would say very relaxing reboot episode before we we get into some some new guests and and formats and whatnot. Not really, not on my end. All right, well, Jake Jake spent Jake is he's yep. left it on the table. He's just thinking about that Kendrick Lamar album. That thinking about and Psychonauts too. Right, and Psychonauts too. How how are you liking Psychonauts too, Jake? Because I love it so far. I know you're just a I huge Psychonauts fan. He's a I psycho. Think nut. I think it's. Yeah, some some might say, some might say, but I I think it's, I think it's everything and more that I could have possibly wanted in a sequel to a game that came out in what two thousand four that I never thought we'd end up getting, and we did, and it is so good. It's so good. I'm so That's excited awesome. to keep playing and finish it. It's very wholesome. Definitely play it, even if you've never played the first and you don't know anything about Psychonauts. Like it does a good job of recapping things from the first game and from the uh, VR game that came out a couple years ago. Uh, but they aren't super important. I think like the themes of Psychonauts two are just like really, really wholesome and powerful. It's very much just about like how it's about understanding and like finding common ground amongst different people and uh empathy it, it's I, I think it's quite good it's it's hard not to get emotional while playing that game for many many reasons for me at least that's awesome i'm really fucking excited to try it out Stuart, is there anything else you'd like to say uh are you gonna try psychonauts too i feel i never played the first i i that was one of those games i, I heard it was great and i just never got it um, I don't know if you'd like it, Stuart. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, what I will say, Psychonauts 2 uh, features the voice of Jack Black and uh, Elijah Wood. That's pretty sick. Yeah. And no, many I, other people, many other really talented people. Maybe not as well known, but. No, that's no. I mean, I've heard nothing but good things about the games. I like the um, animation like style look of it. Um, yeah, it's very unique. So, I mean, I might try it one day. I mean, is the first one backwards compatible or? It is. It's on Game Pass too. Ooh. The first one's really good. The first one has one of my all-time favorite levels in a game. The issue with playing the first one today, though, is that the a lot of the platforming it isn't very. It's very stiff. It it doesn't feel very good, and which is fine for most of the game. But there are difficulty spikes mm-hmm. that are infuriating because just the camera doesn't respond. Like you're not lined up perfectly with the tightrope you need to jump on, and that can be super frustrating. Um, but it's only at the very end. It's like the last segment where it is right, really annoying. Like I I replayed it before too, and I was getting mad. <laughs> It reminds me of some of the old crash games, some of the platforming in those yeah, it got me frustrated. Yeah. Um, but like there's one called the Milkman Conspiracy, and I'm sure, you know, if our listen if any of our listeners played the original Psychonauts, they know. Like that is one of the most memorable levels in a video game ever, just because it's so weird and out there and 
it, it's so the level design is so creative uh and it, it it's so good i there's i can't say enough good things about those games yeah i'm i'm so fucking stoked to play it and i'm gonna fucking play it as soon as this podcast ends so we will bid adieu dear listeners another chapter of the nuclear fridge has ended i'd like to thank my co-hosts jacob decker and Stuart gears you're both fine fine gentlemen sponsored by specifico sorry specifically specifico specifically specifically specifico pacifico i love you boys and i love all of you i hope you enjoy your weekend until next time uh fuck